biggest news of the week. Everybody's talking about it. Yeah, we got Michael Richards as the new Jeopardy host. Yeah, you loved him uh, on Seinfeld. Yeah, on Seinfeld, on his classic uh, comedy sketch that he did that one time. That yeah. Then he had to go on David Letterman and apologize. Loved him on all the big shows, and now he's <laughs> he's back with Jeopardy. Yeah. Well, it's really funny. Um, so somebody sent that article in some group chat that i'm in that was like mike richards to be yeah. <laughs> and i legitimately thought it was michael richards <laughs> until um, until <laughs> like i actually i didn't read the article obviously i just uh like took it at face value i think i was talking to my roommate about it and he's like what are you talking about <laughs> i was like dude kramer's gonna be the new host of jeopardy it's gonna be so funny and uh, he's like, I don't think it's the same person. He he's, does it as Kramer. Well, like, yeah, I mean, it'd be like they have it, a door. Every the beginning of every episode, they have a door that he comes out of. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was like, it, to me, it didn't seem that weird because I'm like, well, Bob Saget was the host of America's Funniest Home Videos. Pretty close, yeah. <laughs> and I mean, he didn't get canceled, but he's got like a raunchy stand-up c- career, right? Um, kind of thing. I mean, but I feel like his whole deal—I feel like we've talked about this before—but I feel like Bob Saget's whole thing about being the dirty comedian. Uh-huh. The only reason he did that was just because he was just like the dad on a '90s sitcom. He you had know? to so go was, to the other to other yeah, extreme. So he's like pussy, yeah. <laughs> and that was like you know I don't know. Um, yeah, that's all I got. That's all I got to say about that. It's congratulations to Mike Richards. Don't know exactly, <laughs> you know, who or like like what he was in. Uh, are you familiar with this guy at all? Obviously, it's uh, there's, not Kramer. There's a whole there's a whole thing about it. It's got the Jeopardy community up in arms. Yeah, well, we're a lot of people. I'm sure we're hoping that Aaron Rodgers would. Take, yeah, uh, Aaron Rodgers. A, a lot of people were for Levar Burton. My vote was for. Um, I guess it's not official yet. Yeah, but my vote was for David Faber, who did it last week. I didn't even know who the guy was, but he knocked it out of the park. Mm, okay, so you're kind of you're more for like the deep cut kind yeah, of. Yeah, well, he's like yeah, a guy that's good at it. Not doesn't have like star. power. Yeah, exactly. Didn't need the star power. Mm-hmm. But this guy, the reason every but there's a couple reasons everyone's up in arms. First off, he's the executive producer of the show. Oh, so weird. people think he just hired himself. I mean, that's what I would think too. Right. <laughs> like- and and also i think he has there's like some harassment lawsuits from oh, his damn. time at the price is right wait was he the host of the price is no, right he, is that's he just... the, there's a lot going on because he was like the producer of price is right okay. and then i think he tried to become the host of price oh. is right but it went to drew Carey. so i think this guy just has it just this wants to really be a likes, game show yeah. host. well he seems to be involved in game shows yeah right like it seems like game shows are a really big part of his life but right like uh yeah i don't know um Personally, I think it'd be really cool if Aaron Rodgers just quit playing for the Packers and was the uh, host of Jeopardy. Yeah. But, um, you know, I, I'll take whoever, really. Like, as long as they're not a gigantic piece of shit, mm-hmm. like, you know, throw whoever on there. As long as they can, you know, say, not even ask, like, I guess, yeah, ask those questions. You know what I mean? They got to say the, those statements. Say the answers and get the questions. Yeah. They got this week. There is the last guest host is going to be Joe Buck. Joe from, Buck from NFL games, yeah. baseball. Yeah, um, yeah, NFL baseball games. And yeah, he always does those NFL baseball games. Yeah. Well, good luck to Joe Buck this week on Jeopardy. I hope you hope really... he wins a million. Well, we actually the real story about Jeopardy is this guy Matt. Have you been wa- anybody been watching Matt? Jeopardy Matt? Yeah, well, I haven't seen too much of it, but I've, I know he's been going on a roll. He's Didn't... won like something like thirteen straight now. Dang. He's got like over four hundred k. He will. He sounds like he's the next. Um, what the Ken, hell, Ken Jennings? Well, not not Ken. Oh, Jennings. Jeopardy James. Not not even Jeopardy James. I'm thinking of a different guy. Brad. Who's... No, it's a guy from New York City. He's a bartender. His last name is Rogers. Aaron Rogers. No, it's not Aaron Rogers. Uh, he was big. He's like on the series season of Netflix or of uh, Jeopardy. They have on Netflix. He's like the big winner. Roger Craig. No, his last name is Roger. Rogers. I kept making a joke that my roommates related to him because he sucks. Like he I was, can't remember. He looks like a hipster guy. I don't yeah. know, it doesn't matter, but. Um, you know, I'm thinking he's going to be the next one, that guy. The next that guy, that every, the guy everybody knows. Yeah, he's going to be that guy. Knows. Not any of the famous guys, but the guy that everybody forgot, even though he did pretty well. Yeah. Um. Well, yeah. Well, good luck to Jeopardy, Matt. I hope you get those questions um, to those answers correctly. Uh. And uh. And yeah. Um. We were discussing a little bit of this before the show, but the Olympics are officially over. 
Um, so c- congratulations to all the athletes that listen to this show. I know this is a big time for you. And, uh, you know, I can't wait for the, ne- uh, the next Olympics in six months. So, <laughs> right. It's just around the corner. Where is it? Uh, I don't know. You can look that is up. Is it in like, it's in Sochi again. Sochi again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what is it? Winter I actually can't remember. Olympics 2022. Are they going to crank out another, uh, another, um, Mario and Sonic Olympics game. I hope they do. I mean, they, I think they quick turnaround. But I think they put it out like the new, the one for Tokyo, like last year. They did, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's in Beijing again. Oh, that is weird. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so yeah, we'll see y'all in Beijing in 2022. Yeah, we'll be broadcasting live. I like from the, the stadium. I like all the Winter Olympics like shots because they just make it look like it's winter all the time wherever they are. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, I'm. I love going to the Arctic to ski i guess i don't know when do they got skiing they got hockey curling uh am i a oh, Mito mascot there hold on it's I have like to a accept panda cookies. bear wow bing, bing Dwen Dwen. yeah <laughs> the beijing twin let's look at this article on olympics.com <laughs> i that's my home page is olympics.com uh first we gotta watch a bridgestone yeah, like tires a- ad <laughs> Uh, we, I like I used to watch an ad before this thing that's just an this ad. This isn't even a car. <laughs> I thought this was an article. I can skip the ad. This is just a YouTube video. Articles are ar- articles are videos now. Well, hold on. Let me. So it starts with like a with like outer space. Let this go in here real quick. I'm gonna I'm gonna get the sound on. There's Let's like a see. comet that comes down to China. Oh, he's like a little round panda hanging out in the snow, which also. I don't think pandas hang out too much in the snow. I think they're just kind of chill in their like really humid bamboo uh, forests. Oh, so he was wow. a regular panda who got hit with a magical beam of light. Yeah, the Olympics beam. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then he, oh no, so he didn't get hit. He it was like a beam that carved a hole into the snow and ice. Uh, now he's at like presumably the core of the earth because there's all these like drawings of every animal on the sides of the world and he went through this black hole oh and now he's being dwind <laughs> whoa he's got like a he's got like he's a, all shiny now he's, yeah he's like astro boy but he's a he's a panda like flying around a circle around the stadium and beijing 2022 let's go now he's like skating around on ice skates yeah i'm gonna Oh, now he's on oh. snow <laughs> snow skis. They should invent this. Just like a piece of ice that turns into whatever you need to play a sport. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, it would make uh, sports way more accessible, I think. Like everybody just has a piece of ice that you can turn into like a hockey stick or like ice skates or like a snowboard. Yeah, absolutely. He's doing hockey now and now he's... Oh, wow. and the fans are loving it. And the fans are loving it. <laughs> this looks like... Uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield level graphics. <laughs> like, it does kind of look like a Nintendo game. Yeah, I mean, I could... Oh, shit. Now he's in space and giving an astronaut a high five with a big heart on his paw. <laughs> and then I'm pretty sure that says Bing Dwen Dwen 2022 Beijing. Shout out to Bing Dwen Dwen, the <laughs> 2022 Winter Olympics mascot. Did the Tokyo... Oh, I mean, they... they I, we don't have to keep going, but the next video was the Paralympic Games mascot, oh. Sh- Shway Ron Ron. <laughs> this one, yeah, Shway Ron Ron. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, did the 2020 Olympics have a, a mascot? I'm going to look that up. That's a good up. question. I don't... 2020 Olympics mascot. It's weird that we're already hearing more about the next mascot than the current yeah mascot. i don't think i mean i assume they did because oh uh, it was mira mirai toa yeah mirai toa the cartoony Mir- well this isn't even a 3d one like at least china went to the the you know effort of making a 3d one also there appears to be two mascots unless one's the uh paralympics oh the paralympic yeah is the okay one that, right i gotcha so mira toai is the official mascot of the Tokyo Olympics, and it comes with surprising powers that <laughs> athletes can only envy. Every Olympics has its own mascot, officially hailed as the ambassador of the games. It has two. Uh, Tokyo has two. Mira Toei for the Olympics and Somedi for the Paralympic Games. So. Surprising powers. That'd be funny if they put like the mascot into like the races, like the like the sports and stuff, like the, the track race. The ma- like the mascot was faster than all the than everybody else yeah that would be really funny the mascot just wins every yeah. gold medal uh i want to see if it lists its powers anywhere they're gonna be surprising 
The public reaction to the mascot selection was generally positive, according to an article published in Forbes uh, website in t- March 2018. So there you go. Doesn't list the powers on Wikipedia, though. I would, uh, you know, if, oh, is there an anime? Hold on. And on 22nd July 2019, the official Japanese Twitter account of Tokyo 2020 posted an animated short. Okay. I thought it would be like a whole. A whole, a, like a, a 20, whole series, yeah. yeah. Like a 25 episode anime run <laughs> of the 2020 Olympics mascot. <laughs> I need to know the lore. What even, well, we haven't even, what what type of creature is this mascot? I don't know. I can't really even tell. It's, it looks like a, this. it kind of looks like a fox, like a, like a fennec fox with its ears. Yeah. Um, but it also looks like it might be like part digital. You know what I mean? It might be part like computer. Without Definitely any, digital <laughs> yeah. is involved. Without any like blocks and shit all over it. So, um. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, this one, there's like six on there. I guess this is probably what they were voting on. Oh, yeah. I would have picked the uh, letter B personally. but Yeah, uh, that one's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, that's. I think that's enough Olympics talk. Olympics chat. Uh, we'll catch you in 2022 for the next Olympics. Uh, we're going to go to our movie corner for this week, which is Forrest Gump. Um, hey, run forest, run. Am I right? He could go at the Olympics. He probably could for running. Yeah, for (laughs) (laughs) he should be the mascot of the Olympics. He was the mascot of the like 1994 Olympic Games in like um I don't know, Georgia. That was ninety six, I think. Yeah. Unless you mean the country Georgia. I don't know if they've if no I've never had the Olympics there. I thought it was yeah, I think you're right. I think it was ninety six and like atlanta or whatever yeah that's where they um yeah that's where gump could have gotten gotten it going yeah gump goes gold would have been good promo because it probably would have just come out on like home video yeah you get a vhs Uh and then maybe yeah there's the gump goes gold edition gump goes gold (laughs) (laughs) yeah maybe dvd would have been just starting 96 they might have had like the very first that was probably a little early i i mean i think it was around but i think it was like really really early stages yeah um pre-order maybe (laughs) pre-ordering the forrest gump dvd i can't believe this movie won best picture also it's very (laughs) funny um all right so this first review comes from emily queen you want to go over and read this one nolan yeah one star um (laughs) movie night was ruined no um this wasn't the actual movie okay it had commentary the entire time (laughs) (laughs) she thinks like the the narration in the movie is like commentary i wonder is that it or does she not know is it like the director's commentary and she doesn't know how to turn it off it's it's either the director's commentary or she thinks that forrest gump's voiceover is commentary right i was very upset yeah, they should have a commentary where it's just Forrest Gump doing commentary. <laughs> and it's just more voiceover. I, think, I don't know why, but like Ernest, the Ernest movies are, are very related to Forrest Gump in my brain. Mm. So maybe they should have one where Ernest does commentary. Yeah, that would have been good. Mm-hmm. Um, I was very upset because we had planned an entire mo- entire movie night with themed snacks and all. <laughs> completely ruined themed snack what kind of snacks well is it just a box of chocolates do you think you would think but that doesn't really seem like that doesn't seem like a theme it seems like you bought like some russell stover you're (laughs) snacking on those for the whole two hours i guess (laughs) uh but they i think it's funny to have yeah people over just watch a movie with the commentary on Like, <laughs> well, like making a whole event of it and being like, yeah. like, yeah, we're going to have a Forrest Gump themed movie night is first of all, very funny. Yeah. And then on top of that, yeah, like it just has the commentary. But there's no way, there's no way that they sell a version of the film where you can't turn off the commentary. No, absolutely not. I'm, I'm like, <laughs> like, that's why I think it, it, she literally just thinks that Forrest Gump's narration is, is com- commentary. It technically is commentary. But yeah, it is um okay the next review comes from aaron marie miller who says uh one star not an actual box of chocolates fyi oh my god <laughs> um just bought this as a gift for a friend is this hold on i, think got, I attached some, some photos. photos that make me want to okay well inspect. i'm gonna read the review first mm-hmm. um and then we'll because i i think i know why okay. she made this mistake okay 
just bought this uh, as a gift for a friend. Maybe somewhere in the product description it should tell that it is not an actual box of chocolates, but rather a scratch and sniff card. <laughs> How dumb is that? I thought I was sending a thoughtful gift instead just looks stupid for thinking they were real. <laughs> Uh, nowhere in the description does it say anything about the chocolates, and the title definitely leads a person to believe that they are actual chocolates. I paid twice as much thinking... Uh, sorry, I got a message that completely threw off my concentration. It's okay. <laughs> I, pay, I paid twice as much thinking chocolates would be a nice addition to the gift, and no such luck. Extremely disappointed with this order. Um, yeah. So... Um, <laughs> Looking at the product, it's like a special edition, presumably, of um, the uh, the movie, the DVD that comes in like a big box set that's made to look like a box of chocolates. But you can very easily tell this is not a real box of chocolate. It's like it's completely two dimensional. Yeah, it's completely flat. Like this photo was a little would maybe fool you a little bit more i guess except yeah, there is a, a scratch and sniff sticker on that it. says scratch and sniff on it yeah. but like so. um go back how much it's it's you pay a premium for this now i don't know if the so, price yeah. has gone up but well this is for the dvd this one over here the, the this picture is the blu-ray so oh it is wow yeah, i don't even know if they offer i guess you, there's some more options here in the see more yeah but this is a hundred dollars well it was and now it's i guess it's seventy dollars which that's is that's right uh quite a bit that's way more than twice as much too considering the fact that um you can get it for five dollars <laughs> so but so they call it they do just to be fair they just call it a chocolate box gift set uh yeah so that's um would make you think that maybe you were actually getting a box a box of chocolates. Yeah, I mean, I guess I could see that, but like, click on the photo. Um, it's just kind of an absurd. Like, have they ever sold any kind of special edition DVD that like came with food in mm, it? Not that I'm aware of. I mean, most of the time, special edition DVDs come with a. Uh, you know, like an art book or like right. a soundtrack kind the of The closest thing. I can think is like baseball cards with bubble gum in them. <laughs> yeah. And even then the bubble gum in the baseball cards suck ass. Yeah. So. I don't like, that just seems like crazy. Like you would still just have, you would still just have this DVD case for the rest of your life that just smelled like chocolate. Yeah, well, it smells like chocolate when you scratch it, though. Well, that's the thing. Now it always smells yeah, like yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a 4D movie. You could do it yeah. when he says the line in the movie. Yeah, when he says, laugh is like, and then he's You like, scratch yeah. it, and you're like, oh, it's like, like I'm oh, there. Damn, I feel like Forrest fucking Gump yeah. right now. <laughs> um, it would really just be the 3D movie because the movie's in 2D. So the third dimension instead of being depth would just be you'd be smell smell yeah. yeah i fucked something up here there we go oh shit um okay you want to read this one from mikhail i don't know how to say her last name mikhail gorbachev yep. says uh one star i hated this movie the quotes in it are really bad and i didn't enjoy any connection i had with it at all please remove this movie from reality <laughs> Uh, so I, they're making like a pretty big request. I don't know if yeah, I don't know if anybody's really able to remove a Maybe movie Thanos. from reality. Yeah, I guess Thanos would be. Yeah, but they would have to get in contact with Thanos, make sure he has all of the power gems or whatever. All of the, the, all of the chocolates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all the <laughs> chocolates and the power glove. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I like the line. The quotes in it are really, really bad. bad. Like, not even just the lines, but there specifically are quotes yeah. in the movie. Well, yeah, like uh, the one that I said, and then I can't... Uh, run, Forrest, run. Jenny. Yeah, oh, always yeah. talking Jenny. about Jenny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, something you know, about a president, I think. Pre the president has been shot. Yep. We're, uh, breaking <laughs> news, the president has been shot. That's from that movie. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, all the bad quotes. Uh, the next review comes from Thomas Harrison, who says one star chocolates are not included <laughs> <laughs> movie badly scratched. I mistakenly thought this product included actual chocolate candy. The box arrived with scratch and sniff chocolates. I would not have purchased this had I known it did not contain candy. <laughs> 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 Yo, Thomas is about his candy. He wants that candy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
the movie is so badly scratched that it will not play at all. I don't think that's really. I think that's more of a him problem kind of thing. Maybe he thought the it w- the movie was also scratch <laughs> and sniff. He tried to scratch the DVD and sniff it. <laughs> he's like, he started smelling his DVD. He's like, he's like, oh shit, it still smells the same. Well, my other question is. If he um if the DVD was already scratched, then doesn't that suggest that he ordered a used copy? Yeah. Well, and so why would he think that there there would be why would he try to buy used food? <laughs> you know? That's what I think. I mean, sometimes, you know, you'll get something from a factory sealed that'll be scratched up. Right. But it kind of zoomed in a little bit and it looks like he like went to town on the back of that thing. Yeah. And I think he's like trying to get a refund because he realized that it wasn't real chocolate and that was like the into- only reason he bought it. So he like went uh-huh. and scratched it up himself to be like i need a refund it might have happened yeah so it's very crazy what people will do with yep. their forrest gump chocolate box set yeah people are pretty much insane so it's on the front it says life is like a box of chocolates and then i think it's got when you open it like you see the rest of the quote on the uh, inside uh yeah and he says you never know what you're gonna get it uh, does seem like kind of a straight like i don't know i kind of see where these people are coming from like not like obviously if you spend two seconds looking at the picture then you can tell but like if you got this as a gift and you open it there would probably be like half a second that you thought it was actual chocolate yeah then you go to reach down and, and then like, you'd be oh, like wait, wait a minute <laughs> oh i guess i'll just sniff this um <laughs> it kind of just makes you wish well, you had chocolate yeah i mean well this one doesn't look like a piece of chocolate at all it looks like a, there's like eggs on it which like <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I've never had eggs on my chocolate before, so... I don't like, know. what's the... I mean, what's the point of scratch and sniff chocolate? You just be like, mm, that smells like I wish I had chocolate right now, but I don't. <laughs> It'd be funny if they were, it's like... Real. They They were, like, the, like, little kid, like, like bad smell chocolate stuff, like, uh, like, scratch and sniff stuff, like, on the uh, Rugrats and Wild Thornberry's crossover movie where you get the scratch-off thing and smell it in the theater. Yeah, yeah, I remember um, that. Where, like, one was, like, pickles and, like, mm-hmm. diarrhea or something like that. Or like those Harry Potter uh, jelly beans? Yeah, kind of like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be kind of a cool angle to the... Because you never know what you're going to get. Exactly, exactly. It would kind so. of be deep. It'd make you think. Yeah, and then you're like, oh, nasty. I got a vomit-flavored jelly bean. You'll Ew. understand the film on a new level. Yeah, exactly. Maybe they should just... Maybe they should release a box set with Harry Potter in it instead of Forrest Gump because it's mm-hmm. like you never know what you're going to get. Life is... Yeah, there's just a different movie inside <laughs> and they're like, you should have learned your lesson well, like, yeah, from it's the a, film. It's a box of chocolates, so you never you don't know what you're going to get. Yeah, or you could just change the line and be like, life is like a box of Harry Potter <laughs> smelly jelly beans. You never know <laughs> you what you're going to get. It's a box full of jelly beans. Yeah, it's just jelly beans. And they're all the booger and puke flavor. <laughs> and the grass flavor. Grass, the dirt yeah. Flavor. yeah. Oh, yeah, dirt. That's a classic. Yeah, I love dirt. I love eating dirt. Um, yeah, okay, well, so... Here we go. That's uh, that's Tom Hanks's uh, Forrest Gump. Next week is Braveheart by... Uh, John C. Riley, mm-hmm. and uh, we're moving on to Soul Sips, New York City, which was um, a suggestion that we read last week, and uh, I went through and, and picked some stuff out. This is a vegan cafe with sandwiches and smoothies in New York, New York, probably Brooklyn, actually. I think it's in Bushwick. So, um, shout out to Brooklyn. Big shout out to Brooklyn. Brooklyn the Nets. B- the BKY, the Nets. They got Kevin Garnett in there now. Kevin Garnett, yeah. <laughs> they got they got Scotty Pippen. Yeah, uh, they're bringing yeah. all the all the guys back for one last run. <laughs> yeah. They're gonna bring Oscar Robertson, gonna, Julius Irving. They're gonna bring Team USA from 1994. Yeah, and, Charles Barkley, yeah. Chris Mullen. <laughs> One final run yeah. at the NBA championship. Which Charles Barkley is not allowed to play because last time he played, uh, when he when they brought him back, he did the chaos dunk, which uh, a completely flat in New York City. Right. Yeah. You don't want that to happen again. Yeah. Can't take any chances. Have you played that game before? Barkley shut. No, I have not. Charles Barkley shut up in GM Guiden. No, it's a great. I've game. seen. I've seen great. Game. Heard tell about it. It seems like a good one. Yeah, my friend Sebastian told me about it in high school. Uh-huh. He played through it and. Uh, yeah, he does the chaos dunk and it destroys New York City, so they have to outlaw B ball. Wow. Yeah. And he's got a son named Hoops. So <laughs> Hoops Barkley. Anyway, so Sips Soul Sips in New York City. We're starting with this review from Mark Steele, who says one star. 
I was excited to eat here. When I arrived, the place was tiny and looked like they were still under construction or something. No decor or anything. Maybe it was due to COVID. Anyway. That was what part of COVID restrictions was you have to take all your decor down. <laughs> no furniture allowed. <laughs> anyway, my friend and I went on to ordering food. After like after waiting like 40 minutes, the food arrives. Looked at, Looked like they gave me oatmeal with black beans and spaghetti. So he never really like like says what he orders. So like he might as well have ordered that. I don't know. Oatmeal with black beans and beans and spaghetti. And spaghetti. Yeah. Like, I don't know. You might like gross shit. I don't know. Um, the sauce even tasted like ragu. After after trying my best to eat some of it, I gave up and went to another spot in the neighborhood. Good thing there are a lot more options out there. <laughs> That's I'm I'm always saying that when I have a bad experience. I'm like great. The good thing there's a lot more options out there. There me. are a lot of options mm-hmm. these days. He probably went down to uh, Orlando and Car- Carlos Driving School and had a bite to eat there. Yeah. Got behind the wheel. Yeah, got behind the wheel. So the next two kind of go hand in hand with each other. This is from Lucy Cook and Africa Up Up. Uh, Nolan, go ahead and read. You can take both of them. Yeah, Lucy says um, a one star. My family and I expect the team members at Soul Sips to always provide courteous and professional service, and we're disappointed since that was not our experience. Please retrain all cashiers, cooks, and servers to be friendly and not ignore you when you walk in. So she thinks they, yeah. should, they should do some work there. They, they got to do some work with retraining. Um, um, and then Africa Up Up, you want to read uh, this one? Yeah, uh, this one's a little strange. It says, also one star. My family and I expect the team members at Soul Sips to always provide courteous and professional service, and we're disappointed since that was not our experience. Mm. Please retrain all cashiers, cooks, and servers to be friendly and not ignore you when you walk in. Also, (laughs) please cook the mushroom and clean them thoroughly. The chicken biscuit left my stomach hurting. Sanitize the whole kitchen area and wear gloves and wash hands. So given even more kind of pointers, more specific. They were on a very similar wavelength, but they took it a little a one step further. I don't know why they're they're so mad about cooking the mushroom because you can just eat mushrooms raw. It doesn't really matter. It's not going to make you sick if they don't cook a mushroom. Right. Well, it's just one mushroom also that they have to share with everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, also, this is a vegan place, and they mentioned the chicken biscuit, which I'm a little bit interested in. Finding That's out strange, that yeah. Um, and then the other thing I would like to note is that the beginning of both of these reviews are identical, but they were left six months apart from each other. <laughs> yeah, it seems like Lucy just copy and pasted the beginning of Africa Up Up's review. <laughs> yeah, so I don't really know... Uh, like what's going on there or like why it's like that. But um, yeah, that's, there you go. That's Africa up, up. They re- they responded to Africa up, up, but there's nothing that great about it. They're just saying, we're sorry about the food and something about how they sanitize and they try to greet people and that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was one reason why I picked this next review. This is from Christina Mojica. And they say one star, order the chicken and waffles, jackfruit sandwich, and the Mac slash cheese. <laughs> so they're getting either Mac or it's cheese. one or the Mac other. And cheese. You don't know which yeah, one yeah, yeah. until you get it. They say all of the items except for the Mac slash cheese were not edible. Oh, uh, damn. The, yeah, the chicken wasn't cooked fully. The dough was raw. Um, once again, I don't understand how they have chicken at a vegan restaurant. And there were barely any mushrooms in the dough itself. What is up with the mushrooms in the chicken? What is what? Why? Yeah, this isn't making. It's not adding sense to me. Uh, The jackfruit sandwich. Don't know what jackfruit is. Was overly peppered that we couldn't finish the first half of the sandwich. We love spice, but this was very unpleasant. Sad to have this experience because we've ordered from them before. They moved locations and loved it. So, um. I just thought it was funny that this said Mac slash cheese instead of Mac and cheese. Never heard that before. Yeah. It's a new one. I'm uh yeah, I was I was like, dang, that's pretty cool. Mac or cheese. Hmm. Which Mac one? or cheese. <laughs> <laughs> uh this next one. Uh, you Which take. would you pick? Would you go with Mac or cheese? I would cheese? go cheese. I like cheese way more than Mac personally. Yeah, I wouldn't really want the Mac without the cheese, so I'd probably have to also go cheese. Yeah, that's kinda how that's kind of how I am. Yeah, uh, it's like people. You used to be. Are you a Mac or a PC? Now it's Mac, Mac or, or cheese. Your cheese. Yeah. yeah. 
Do you want to read this one from Devin Hublau? Yeah, Devin says uh, one star. Uh, went to this place. So small. The website is horrible. Doesn't give any real information. No menu on the side. When I tried placing my order, the people were inattentive, so I ended up leaving. With no info on website, and they were reluctant to give me any in person, how would I know what to order? I'm really confused <laughs> about this, because he kind of peppers in like two experiences with this place. Yeah. He said he went to this place, and then it was so small, but then goes into how the website sucks. So it was like, yeah. did you just go to the website? What's going on? It was a small website. <laughs> the text was too small. Yeah. There's no web menu on the side, which I am imagining is like a sidebar on the website. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I love a good sidebar. Yeah, and then, they, then apparently he was also trying to order in the place, but the people were too inattentive and wouldn't tell him what's on the menu. So it's kind of a mystery place. You got to know what's yeah, on the Yeah, you got to know the menu before you come in. Like, that's on you. Um, uh, okay, the next one is down further a little bit. I think I just scrolled right by it, actually. It's nope. From didn't. our dude, Frank. Yeah, Frank Davis, my man. Davis. That little guy. There so he is. Frank Davis, he gives it one star. And he says, walked by today to find the shop closed at 1 p.m., no sign indicating why it closed. According to Instagram, it's the owner's birthday. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's not the way to run a real restaurant. Ended up at one of the other five vegan joints in Bushwick. Won't be returning to a place that doesn't care about customer service or their out posted hours. So, I don't know. This person seems like they went to the lengths need, required to like find out why this place wasn't open. Yeah, they figured it out. They're just mad it was on Instagram. Yeah, like what the fuck? <laughs> like, I also like not calling it not a real restaurant because they're like they closed the restaurant because the owner's birthday was that day. So he's saying it did. It said it was closed. It just said if there had been a sign on the restaurant that said it's the owner's birthday, <laughs> then yeah. he would have been okay with it. Yeah, see, that's kind of what I'm thinking. Because I, I mean, even if that was the case, I think he would have still been mad because they were closed, despite the fact that he says that there's like a bunch more vegan places in the neighborhood. So you it's just like, go there's like that other guy said. There's plenty of other options. Exactly. Maybe this. Maybe they need to like kind of take a chill pill and uh, you know figure out somewhere else to go. Yeah, so. and they couldn't even say happy birthday. Yeah, maybe leave a comment, say happy birthday. Yeah. Okay, that's Soul Sips NYC. We're going to the uh, West Coast now, you know what I mean? We're going go to a cross-country flight Yep, take the red eye. Yeah, um, zero hour, 9 a.m., and mm -hmm. I'm going to be high, high, high as a kite by then. That's a quote from The Rocket Man mm -hmm. by Elton John. Shout out. That was a movie as well. Yeah, it was. There was also a movie called... Um, <laughs> oh... <laughs> The astronaut farmer with billy bob thornton and uh -huh. that song plays while he's uh in this uh orbiting the earth so that's pretty cool <laughs> yeah. nice connection there yeah <laughs> so it's just something i've been thinking about uh-huh um so we got a review or this place is uh heroes and hobbies and the whole full title of the place is heroes and hobbies and then in quotes it's beaverton's comic con it's in beaverton oregon beavertron's comic con. beavertron <laughs> <laughs> that's what it says <laughs> so it's like tron like the the with the discs yeah yeah, yeah. the the and the bikes the and bikes stuff. and the frisbees yeah 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 um they're in a computer this was also a recommendation sent to us that we talked a little bit about last week and our first review comes from uh michelle rogers who says one star this is like a comic place also if you couldn't tell Wait, so it's comic. Why is the Comic Con? Do they actually have a Comic Con at well, this place, I, or is he, it, are they just calling it a, like it's like it's so such a good comic store that it's like you're at Comic Con? I think it's the latter. I think it's the <laughs> second thing you said because it is just like a comic store with that sells like you know trading cards and action figures. It's like Hobby like, Town. I don't know much about Comic Con, but that seems like a far cry from. Oh, Comic -Con. it absolutely is. Is like, it Comic Con like huge and like has yeah, all kinds of you people like in cosplay costumes and, stuff? and there's yeah. like events and like people talking about nerdy dumb shit like the Marvel Avengers. This movies. is like this is a store. This is a store. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can buy like Pokemon cards and like a, like a Transformer mm. or a Gundam. I mean, that's cool too. You could dress up to go to the store if you want. Yeah, I guess you could. Yeah, yeah. That's just true. cosplay just to go to the comic store on a tuesday <laughs> yeah um so i guess that, that's what they want to do here um anyway so michelle says one star 
called to inquire about their interest in some collector cards. <laughs> they have no interest in attempting to ask if he may know of a fellow collector shop that may be interested. We were cut off with, did you hear what I said? And goodbye. Uh, super rude. I will not go to Heroes and Hobbies for any reason in the future. If I could have given zero stars, I would have. The bell's right behind you, Nolan. There you go. There's a little ring. A ring-a-ding-ding. Um, so, you know, that sucks that that's how she was you know, told about, but, like, it's not really his whole responsibility to, like, find somebody to buy your cards. <laughs> like, yeah, what is um? What kind of collector cards are they? I my guess is probably like baseball cards. Like, uh, you know, a relative maybe passed away and they inherited yeah. like a bunch of baseball cards. Yeah, or they could be like um, mm, I don't know, some kind of cards you get at like McDonald's or something. <laughs> maybe like Ronald McDonald and Grimace, Ronald McDonald like collector cards. cards. Yeah. Maybe the Austin Powers trading card. Austin game. Powers could be in there. Yeah. yeah. Have you seen the Austin Powers trading card game? It's before? a game. No. Yeah, they made they made a. Austin Powers trading card game to promote the movie when it came out a while ago. Is there still a, is there a competitive scene? <laughs> no. <laughs> that would be really funny if there was, but unfortunately there's not. There was a lot of Austin Powers. Austin Powers rule. They should make another Austin Powers. Are they not? They have to be, right? I don't think they are. That's got to be like on the short list of things to it reboot. It should be if right? it's not. Like it's so it's such an easy like slam dunk because mm-hmm. the original movies suck dick. Like they are so bad. Mike is still around. He is, and he's getting old too. I mean, I've seen that commercial of him and uh, that ran for uh, Grubhub or whatever, where he's doing the Wayne's World. Yeah, you know the thing about that commercial. <laughs> I feel like they intend they somehow put makeup on them to make them look even older. Really? Because I saw them afterwards on Jimmy Fallon, and yeah. they didn't look as old as they did in the Uber Eats commercial. And you would think that with the thing about makeup would be you try to make people look younger, but it actually made them look older. I know. I think that might have been. Yeah. That's was that like intentional? Uh, probably. Is that part of the gag? Yeah, that they look really, really old. That commercial is so bad. There wasn't even a joke. It was the just, joke was like, oh, we're Wayne's World, and we're ordering from Grubhub, and they're like, oh, Cardi B is here. Here. Yeah, it's excellent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Uh, you want to read this review from Hannah Scogans? The the response is great. I'll read that because it's also pretty long. Yeah, uh, Hannah says a one star. Would have loved for my husband to be able to shop here. Unfortunately. We waited around all day for the store to open at 5.30 as advertised on the door online and online, then drove 40 minutes to the store. We arrived at 6.45 only to find it closed. My husband was pretty disappointed. He then called the store. No one answered, but the message to leave a voicemail was kind of a slap in the face and apparently was supposed to be funny. (laughs) Not funny when you are only in Portland for a day and we could have done something else. So um, I love this review because it's like somebody's like husband, like having their wife leave a review for them. And because this place is like, like a comic book store, it's, it just like even adds a lot more to like the fact that their husband is like a giant man child. Mm -hmm. Um, and uh, the the thing about the voicemail you'll see later, but they're basically the voicemail says that uh, they're they should call ahead before going to the store because they're open at weird times all the time. So, oh, okay. Um, and I guess there's some kind of joke in there, but no, none of the descriptions really go into what it is. I guess we could call them and see what it is. But. We could, yeah. Um, Wait, so is this in Portland? It's in Beaverton, which is like north of Portland. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. I see. Uh. Anyway, so the owner says, your timeline is false, and I have the real timestamps recorded on my caller ID. Your timeline is false. (laughs) You were clearly explained to the COVID hours of operation before you decided to ignore them and be a stupid, angry troll that leaves angry entitlement reviews when the entire world doesn't bend your way. (laughs) And and that has to baby your man child (laughs) (laughs) but <laughs> essentially saying exactly what i same just, wavelength there and, yeah and that has to be to baby your man child husband that can't use or make phone calls by himself for his own toys 
I, this dude rocks. I have never had to have my wife make toy store phone calls on my behalf because that would be sad and pathetic. Slap in the face. Sounds like you're used to that and more and more they weigh your respond to things or fail to do so. So glad I missed you guys. Enjoy your bizarre, angry, miserable traveling, traveling lives together and don't come back. More stuff for good, intelligent customers that aren't trolls. So really just very insulting to yeah. these people. Damn, they're really just <laughs> just it's also not, not holding back. Not only insulting the people, but sort of insulting your own store. Like, <laughs> That's true, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, th- that's the type of guy that we're dealing with is a dude that gets really mad. Yeah, that's that's cool. Yeah, the next uh, review comes from Steve Cave, and he kind of includes a little bit more of the, um, uh, the, the voicemail stuff. Uh, do you want to read this one, Nolan? Yeah, Steve's a local guy. I feel like we haven't seen a local guide in a yeah, while. Yeah, local guides are becoming more rare these That's days. That's what they're saying, yeah. Uh, Steve uh, says a one star. Showed up at 4.30 p.m. on a Wednesday. And when their sign says they open on Wednesdays, and when, they're, when they've told Google Maps they're open, and w- this isn't even a sentence, <laughs> and waited around, but they didn't open. Okay. Wasted an hour and a half a block away at things from another world. Just went back and it's almost 6 p.m. now. Still not open. Called their number. The owner, I'm guessing, laughingly says on the recording to make sure to call before coming by, joking that they open at wildly different times. Mm-hmm. Um, I came from Portland. This, I'm not going to drive the hour back out here again. This just feels rude to customers to me. If you're listed as being open at a certain time and post on your door that you're open at a certain time, then just do what you say you're going to do. Meanwhile, Things from Another (laughs) World is a great shop with cool toys. It's a block away, and they won't lie to you about when they're open and laugh at you with their answering message machine message. But if you do go to this place, make sure to call ahead. (laughs) I love it being like an advertisement for this place down here. Yeah. (laughs) Which is, yeah, like literally a block away and seems to be a much more attentive store. And there's a photo that they attached of the signs, which apparently... Oh, I hope they didn't go on Saturday because there's not a specific time there. Just late afternoon to Mm -hmm. 10 p.m. is all it says. And Sunday, Monday, it just says closed two. Closed two? Yeah. It's even more than regular closed. Yeah, that's the sequel to being closed. Uh Uh-huh. Double closed. And this also doesn't say a specific time. It says after 4.30. It does, yeah. So nobody's really sure when this place is Yeah, it's kind of whenever this dude comes. (laughs) (laughs) The next year comes from Bee Life. I think it one started and said, the owner is literally this guy, and the place was a slop hole. And they include a photo of the um, World of Warcraft fat nerd guy from South Park. So, yeah. so I mean, sometimes a picture says it all. Hey, that's why they always say a picture says 1,000 words. Yep, especially so. if it's from South Park. Yeah, but the owner responded to this. And they say, yes, we have a strict no tolerance policy towards failed scumbag thieves and looser liars with less than zero IQs. So sorry. I don't know where he's coming from with that. You think this guy's a thief somehow? Apparently. It also has a less than zero IQ, which is not possible. Sorry, dude. I guess he stole the image from South Park. That's a copyrighted photo. (laughs) So maybe he's a thief. Yeah. Yeah, This guy's really into intellectual property. Stealing IPs. Yeah. (laughs) He's like, yeah, actually, I drew this too. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Oh, man. Okay. So the next review comes from Nathan Davis. You want to take this one, Nolan? One, uh, One star from Nathan. She's got kind of a cool symbol as his picture. Yeah. I don't know what that is. Um, showed up at 5 p.m. Google and the sign on the door said it was open. It seems like we're getting a theme here. <laughs> yeah. My poor 10-year-old cousin flipped when he saw all the cool stuff in the window and was crushed when the door was locked and we couldn't see more. No. I've never heard of a hobby store that opens that late in the day. I've never heard of one. <laughs> uh, I don't think I'll attempt going again. As things from another world and Tammy's hobbies are both within a mile from this place and far more reputable from their first impressions. Yes, we're getting more advertising for things from another world, which got a got a hurt on your review page there. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this next review is very short, but the response is very long. <laughs> uh, 
It comes from Dark Star Fox 298. He says one star, he very rude. And, and that's the, all. And the oh, <laughs> oh this is funny. <laughs> the owner responds with <laughs> You deserved it and more as it's our standard company policy to treat trolls, stupid failed thieves, liars and cheaters as rudely as possible, followed by arrest if necessary. Wait, wait, how does he know who this guy is? I don't think his, he does. His name is Dark Star Fox 298. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely don't think he knows who this guy is. Especially the pathetic weak one that cowardly leave multiple fake reviews hiding behind different non-transparent fake usernames like you did. Which is also a cheat and a lie under Google's violation of user agreed policy of terms and conditions to abide by required to post these reviews with <laughs> only a real actual identity. That's not true. That's absolutely not true. But less than human villainous scum never do that, do they? But yeah, less than human villainous scum never leave reviews with actual real identity. Right. Uh, all real genuine customers are treated with five star service or better as those true reviews indicate here. Don't ever try to come back to me and all the real customers here do not ever want you here again by dork starred fuck squad two eight nine. <laughs> and then he does two asterisks which i don't know what they're referring to but he says also for each and every fake one-star review two genuine customers will match it with a five-star review so i don't need to pay google to rev move one-star reviews like my competition does it's a lot of accusations coming out yeah wow dork starred fuck squad 289 well so he even calls it fake at the end so i still don't understand how he why he starts it you deserved it <laughs> well i think it's just because he like he he treats this person like a troll and he says that the company policy is to treat trolls and then all the other things so stupid so he says these. he's been he's been rude to this guy in the past i guess because this guy well he fake. assumes that he's been rude to him because he's a troll he's a troll and mm. that's just that's just company policy <laughs> yeah yeah Okay, this one is really long. Uh, where are we at for time? Mm. We're really Fair close. Time for Tim. Uh, yeah. Um, pretty much, there's just like, he he goes and says that he went to this place with his kids and his kids were disappointed and that it was a really long drive and all this stuff. And pretty much this guy says, do you have and can afford a good attorney because you are not protected or ex ex exempt from being sued for personal or business damage for what you choose to post online? Wow. So he goes in this whole thing about he's going to sue him about uh, bringing out the heavy artillery lying here. or whatever, which you absolutely cannot do. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's heroes and hobbies. I might we might read this whole review on the next one because it, I think it is really worth it. But we're we're getting close on time here. Sounds like a cool place. Yeah, really. Next time I'm in Portland, I'm gonna check that place out and hopefully piss the guy off too. That oh. sounds like fun. Yeah. Okay. Oh shit. So we are going back to our listener reviews here, and we're gonna be going to some reviews sent to us by Brad. And Brad says everyone has their favorite. This is uh, for Wolfgang Bakery and Grooming Spring. Oh, and if you'd like to submit to the podcast, you can send us an email at one starcast at gmail .com. Oh, excuse me. Everyone has their favorite local dogs bakery slash grooming spot. You can't go down the block without seeing at least one, says Brad. So this is for Wolfgang, and we we see the whole thing. And uh, how would you describe this? Very, very pink and kind of over the top. Pink going on mm -hmm. here. I we took my dog to one of these types of groomer groom grooming places once where it had all the shit out and everywhere uh -huh. it was like the worst groomer we've ever taken the dog to well it's funny because it's so colorful and yet the dogs can't even see color exactly you know? so it's just for the humans exactly and it's like you can see the little dog treats down here that are like shaped to look like watermelons or whatever I'm like uh -huh. just get the dog a watermelon who cares uh there's dogs really trash um yeah Anyway, so Brad says most of the reviews are for their groomers who seem to take a lot of creative license with their clientele. <laughs> okay. So we're starting off with this review from Benita Caldwell. Uh, do you want to read this one? Nolan? Yeah, Benita's a local guide. I can't tell what their picture is. It looks like one of those AI. Yeah, it doesn't look like a real picture. Like not a real thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyway, they're a local guide. 
and they say one star. Will not go back. Groomer said my dog tried to bite her. Charged me extra. Had no way of proving that he had. She would have had to hurt him if he had done this. My dog can't talk, so I paid and left, <laughs> not to return. That is kind of an interesting scam to run at your groomer. Yeah. Like, yeah, your dog tried to buy me, so I'm going to charge you extra. Right, and the, and I mean, she makes a good point. The dog can't talk, yeah. so can't give their side also, of the story. Also, yeah, I feel like you should have to at least get completely bit by the dog in order to like charge extra. And I'm like, mm-hmm. like, if a dog snaps at you, you shouldn't be able to be like, yeah, this is $30 more now. Yeah, they're just keeping a they're they're keeping a running tally. Like, oh, that was a, that was a yeah, bite. That was yeah, a bite. That's a bite. Eh, that counts. That counts. <laughs> yeah. uh, the next review comes from Renicia Lewis, who says one star. Uh, on today, I dropped off my dog. On today, on today, <laughs> I dropped off my dog, who had a nice coat of fur. She is a Chihuahua mixed miniature pitcher. She's a pitcher. Dang, what team did she play for? <laughs> and was returned to me, shaved into a mohawk, which was not requested for her to be shaved that way. Taking a little creative license, I yeah, guess. Yeah, it sounds like it. There was little to no customer service shared with me as if they didn't even care that she was not shaved properly. They just told me the manager would be back on Monday. No number slash name was provided just an I'm sorry and left me as an unsatisfied customer. Won't be back. Well, they made it. Sounds like they got a cool mohawk yeah i was like that'd be dope if i was like dog i'd be like hell yeah i'm about to join a punk band yeah uh do you want to read this one from debbie debbie is local a local guide and says one star would not leave one star if i could yeah uh they left my dogs bald after i specifically said not to Yeah, you can't leave my dog bald, please. So they just start getting creative with the hairstyles at this place. They're like, yeah, I think this dog looks like they should be bald. Yeah, they should be bald. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, also, reading that, like, like as if they, like, dropped it off and it was bald. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're like, mad they didn't add more hair to the dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that is kind of how it sounds. They, they left my they dogs left bald dogs after bald. I specifically said not. Can you add, can yeah, you can you add more some, hair to my dog? Give some, dog, some hair to my dog, please. Don't leave them bald. Uh, the next, they're one, like, yeah, that'll just be that'll be a month. <laughs> yeah, okay, we're gonna have to keep the dog here for a while. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. The next review comes from Amador H, and they're a local guide, and they say one star. First visit to a well-known place. As I entered the store, I waited for a first visit to a well-known place. That's a very odd way to start. A She's never been to a well-known place hey, before. Yeah. So this is kind of just any kind of place yeah, that's yeah, well-known, yeah. kind of a first experience. Yeah. As I entered the store, I waited five minutes for no one to attend us. So I called from my truck, but no answer. I waited 10 minutes, so I decided to re-enter. Again, now I had two customers behind me waiting for additional 20 minutes until someone came out to say, are you needing help? I said, all of us do, but I needed to trim for my dog that is having a birthday tomorrow. <laughs> oh, so it's urgent. Yeah. I got to have my dog care cut for his birthday. <laughs> uh, well, I was told they were booked. What, a, what the fuck? Of course they're booked. You're not going to get, you're going to drop your dog off at a place you've never been to. Just like walking in. Um, what a sad moment we had for our first visit to management. You may need additional help to run the office effectively and take care of all clients. I don't know what you're expecting. You typically have to make an appointment. That's with an absurd rumor. You can't just like review. go and drop your dog off. But it, they have a birthday tomorrow. Yeah, but my dog needs their haircut for their birthday. They're like, it's like, oh shit, it's an emergency. Oh, they press no. the emergency yeah, the, yeah, birthday it's like button. The, the Staples easy button, but it says emergency on it. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty cool. Uh, do you want to read this one from RH? Yeah, local. What's that? RH? Uh, Real Harrison. Yep. Local guide. Uh, I am mortified at the grooming service done for my Aussie today. I am so upset. I cannot believe they would shave an Australian shepherd after I explicitly told them, do not shave her. <laughs> she had some spots. She had been chewing herself, and I asked for help with those. So they shaved her whole body. <laughs> And they have like three like sad, angry, and crying emojis. Yeah. Um, plus, she has a cut where they shaved all the hair off of her tail area. If you love your dog, do not take them here. There is another location in Creekside I normally use and will only ever use again. So she's going to use the same company. She's going to use a different location. Different location, right. I love that, though. Like They shaved the tail, too. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's a lot of... Yeah. Um, 
That's kind of crazy. So she's yeah, she's not boycotting because it's still the same company. Yeah, she's just going to the Creekside she's location. Go to the Creekside. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the next one comes from Lynn Plummer, who gives it one star and says, uh, "We took our sheepadoodle here for a lion cut, and were quoted eighty five dollars." Uh, when we picked up him up, they actually charged us $110 and asked for a tip. Uh, our dog looked ridiculous. I mean, ridiculous. Nowhere near what we asked for. He was shaved in half. He was <laughs> shaved in half. Oh no. <laughs> we came back and we only had half a dog. Uh, I told my friends it was half off. Shut the fuck up. Uh, at the groomers to make light of a horrible situation. <laughs> We took him back for a correction, and the manager was angry and frustrated and did not want to make the customer, in quotes, satisfied and give our money's worth. We couldn't wait to get our baby out of there for fear of a of a de- debacle to occur. Uh, this place needs to seek a better groomer's management, customer service training, or get out of business. My advice, run from this place. Run, forest, run. Run, forest. Yeah, exactly. It kind of comes full circle. Okay. Oh shit. So a lot of interesting. Um, oh, we got another one. We from got Charnel. a couple more. Yeah. Hang on. I'm gonna see how many more we have. Damn. We got two more. Cool. Okay. Or three more. Three more. Yeah. Um, Charnel gives it a, a one star and says, um, "I would not recommend service from this location. I experienced discriminatory behavior. The man at the front desk was rude, not helpful, and gave very poor customer service at drop off." He was also rude when I came to pick my dog up. I had a complaint about my dog's facial hair. He didn't cut the beard, right? Right. <laughs> he immediately shot it down instead of acknowledging it and said I wasn't seeing it right. So they're kind of like artists there. <laughs> you, you're not looking at it from the right angle. Yeah, they kind of like they kind of take their own liberties with this kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, they tried to charge me for a service that I clearly did not agree to at drop-off. I had to go back in front with him and the groomer regarding the service that was agreed upon. My dog's face was still dirty, and she seemed miserable. No. I also feel like I was discriminated against. The customer service was very poor, and I witnessed another customer being treated better than me and being provided better customer service, and I would not recommend taking your animal here. So so this person's saying that it's like a race thing. Yeah. That, that's why. Could it be. Could be. I definitely. Mean, Although a lot of other people do have complaints yeah, it about seems this like, place. It seems like a lot of people are having the same problem, but... The same problem where the hair gets... Yeah, where the hair is fucked up and the, the groomer doesn't want to do anything about it. So Yeah, it's just the dog is their canvas, you know? Yeah, yeah, true. You gotta let an artist do their work. Exactly. You wouldn't go. You wouldn't go tell Picasso how to paint his paintings. Yeah, you're like Picasso. You gotta put the eyes next to each other. He's like, don't you dare tell me what to do. Yeah, and that's you know that's how you come up with dead artists. So, yep. uh, the next review comes from Cesario Vega, and he says one star bad experience, and that's it. So. Yeah, that kind of sums up in <laughs> in a few words. Sums up everything else. Yeah, pretty much. That we've heard. We have uh, our last review on this place from Brianna Tilly. Uh, do you want to read this one, Nolan? It's yeah. pretty long. Uh, Brianna says a one star. Uh, so I was looking up dog bakeries. This is uh, the place. We haven't heard anyone comment on the bakery yeah. aspect yet, even though that was. They have a it lot like of a big part of treats it, yeah. and stuff. Dog bakeries. Okay, continue. <laughs> so I was looking up dog bakeries a while back. And came across Woof Gang Bakery in Spring. Where is this, by the way? Spring what? Uh, Spring, Texas, I think. Okay. Um, well, I stop into the bakery just now, and I was so excited to see all the different treats they had. Yeah, she was like, mm, these all look so good. Which ones are the best? Which ones can I eat? Yeah, which ones, yeah, can people kind of get a nibble on? Dog bakeries are hilarious because they're like, we're just going to make you know, pastries that taste like shit, but we're going to paint them so that they look like, yeah, like something else. Totally. Um, the man behind the counter strikes up conversation and asks me what kind of dog I own. I tell him, and this is where it starts to go downhill. <laughs> Damn, everything was going so well. Um, I ask him if dogs were allowed in the shop and how some places have breed restrictions. I get it. Majority of society sees my dog as aggressive. Oh, she absolutely owns a pit bull. Uh, absolutely he had he said dogs were fine as long as they don't attack other dogs because they have dogs coming in and out all day 
Um, what? Okay, my dog's not aggressive, but okay, dude, lol. He then proceeds to tell well, me. Hold on. She said herself that her that society sees her dogs as aggressive and then said that dogs are fine as long as they don't attack other dogs. And then she seems to have taken that. Yeah, like a personal attack. Even though he he literally seems to have just said that. Like That sounds a very general thing to say about all dogs. Yeah, so... That he then proceeded to tell me of all the stories he hears of pit bulls killing slash attacking other dogs <laughs> from the vet's office next door. That's the moment they lost my business. I get most people won't like my breed, but to go and say stories that you hear to a pit owner is the fastest way to be annoying and look ignorant in our eyes. Pit bulls are awful. Continue. <laughs> I will never shop at a place where my dog is not allowed and looked down upon. She, he literally said it was allowed. Yeah, I don't think he ever said they didn't allow yeah, pit bulls. But he's probably just a normal guy who doesn't like pit bulls. Maybe that was left out. Um, Grow up and educate yourself. Absolutely downright rude customer service. You don't act like that to people who are willing to spend a lot of money at your place of business. We'll be finding a different place who will treat my dog breed with respect. Okay, sounds good. Good luck finding a dog bakery. Yeah, <laughs> you got it. Damn, that's yeah. They they could still just get by the snacks and take them home. But yeah, I, I don't guess, understand what's going on. Like, who cares? Disrespect also, is just too much. Uh, you can also go to the like you know Costco and buy a giant bag of dog treats for you know, $10 and uh, you don't have to go to a bakery where the guy's going to talk to you about how pit bulls kill all dogs or whatever. Yeah, no, your dog can tell when it's fresh baked. <laughs> yeah, my dog definitely, Who my, my dog that eats their own shit, it definitely yep. can tell that. <laughs> like, <laughs> what? No, how about this? Subway for dogs. Subway for dogs? <laughs> Was this like, okay, so they go in there and, and is it ran by dogs or is it ran by humans? <laughs> Like, I didn't think it'd be ran by dogs, but I guess it could be. Well, uh, now I'm trying to think, like, would it be a place where a human goes in to buy, like, a dog treat style thing, like, the way that Subway does it, where it's a like, conveyor belt style? Yeah, I think it should be that. Okay. Like, See, for whatever reason, in my head, I had it as a place where a dog would go to on their own uh -huh. and get, like, a, a dog sandwich, and it was made by other dogs. Well, I mean, that'd be... If we could somehow get to society to a point where dogs could have, like, self-service like that, then well, that'd be the cool. The thing is, dogs need to get jobs. <laughs> right. But the thing is, if we made Dog Subway, there's a way for dogs to get jobs right there. Right. It creates an entire economy for dog jobs. Well, would it just be a Subway... F the dogs could work, and then the people could go get food there. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be kind of like those... <laughs> Do you remember those videos where it'd be like the dog head, but then like the people hands? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd be kind of like, like that. that. Okay, but maybe, but it would still be a whole dog. But we're the whole, like a, it'd just be a dog, like a subway uniform with a little hat. And uh, yeah, I mean, there's honestly a lot of different ways this idea could go. <laughs> we kind of got like a flow chart going well, here. I, I think, I think first off, we need to uh, pressure Congress into making like. Uh, making it mandatory that you have to pay your service dog because they're doing a job. That's true. That would be the place to start. And then from there, we get Dog Subway. Yeah. <laughs> so, dog Subway. It's another... The last episode was called Hot Subway. This one's going to be called Dog Subway. Dog Subway. What could be next? Yeah. I don't know. Fish Subway. That's the next one. Uh, anyway, Brad says, hope you boys enjoyed your vacations. Be easy, y'all. Thank you, Brad, for these reviews. Thank you so much. Um, I think we have one from smooth cola pepsi that i think there's just one of yeah and then we can uh we'll, we'll wrap her up so this just says fresh review and uh i'm not too sure what it's on it's about down there oh, I think. for the timeless epic shadow the hedgehog the game for the game that came out in 2005 was one of the first e10 rated games with where shadow famously has a gun yeah and says damn mm -hmm. like he his famous line where's that damn fourth chaos emerald <laughs> Little, they went a little edgy with this yeah one. they kind of went above and beyond so uh this review comes from the dude and he bought this on the gamecube in 2006 and he says one star what a mistake excuse me what a mistake it needs a recall or re what does that say re-rating okay oh man okay i see where he's gonna go with this um i bought this i i bought this home brought this home sorry from my 10 year old's birthday last night so he bought it at the store. It sounds like so already weird that he's review, reviewing it on Amazon. You just got to go let your thoughts be heard. I yeah, guess. I guess. He'd been asking for it for a while, and we've enjoyed the rest of the titles in the series. Chows are cute. This game creeps me out badly. 
this is the only game I've I've gotten from my kids that I'll have to take away from them. <laughs> okay, parents, imagine seeing your young one sitting in front of a game where the cute character is running around with a gun in his hand while the alien invader is saying over uh, over and over, shoot the soldier in a creepy voice. He's going, shoot the soldier. Mm-hmm. Uh, a shoot em up movie is one thing, but having a kid sitting with a game system practicing how bad he can be while shooting up the defenders of earth is just over the top in my book a uh, real quick aside uh shadow the hedgehog is a mission-based game where you can choose to either do a neutral hero or evil path the evil path has you kill the soldiers you can do the good path and kill the aliens you must so. have chosen the evil path so yeah. it sounds like your kid's fucked up yeah your kid chose it that's kind of crazy you can also choose neither and just run to the end like a normal fucking sonic game and then just maybe with shooting guns and saying damn uh-huh I was so appalled by the basis of the game and I didn't I didn't notice the language mentioned in other reviews. That is not my complaint about this one. Having so he doesn't care he doesn't care that that he's saying like like damn not here or I'm gonna send you straight to hell. Uh but he does care that he can like shoot a cartoon soldier mm-hmm. that also doesn't even die in the game. So uh-huh. uh having my child interact with a game like this is with sorry having my child interacting with a game that is whispering luke come to the dark side of the force is is do they actually say that in the game (laughs) so he's just saying that's what it's like yeah but like i said he's also missing the entire point of the game and i'm sure his son can fucking get that figure out in his brain too i i was 10 years old when i played this game Mm -hmm. and i was very easily able to determine what i was supposed to do and that it wasn't actually me being evil in real life that's why it's e10 yeah yeah he says i think this one should have been rated m and filed away with grand theft auto (laughs) if it was rated m that would be hilarious like (laughs) shadow the hedgehog saying like fuck yeah (laughs) they could have yeah that'd be crazy mm -hmm. Grand Theft Shadow. Grand Theft Shadow. Yeah, he's getting in cars, driving around Westopolis, trying to, like, steal the Chaos Emeralds instead of, like, I don't know, find them. So, there you go. Shadow the Hedgehog. Great game. Go check it out. (laughs) (laughs) All righty. And I think that will do it for today's episode. Um, Is there anything you'd like to add, Nolan? No, I think that's about it. Anything about the Helium Radio Network or Google help strengthening the security of our Google I like that. It says, hey, podcaster, isn't it a great day to be a podcaster? (laughs) Yeah, I would say so. Yeah, I like this one, too, that says hi and then in quotes, one star cast. That's our name. Yeah. Yeah. That. All righty. Well, yep, that'll do it for this episode. So we will see you on the next one. Goodbye.